Hi, this is Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 21 of The Life of David Brainerd by Jonathan Edwards. December 7. Spent some time in prayer. In the morning, enjoyed some freedom and affection in the duty, and had longing desires of being made faithful to the death. Spent a little time in writing on a divine subject, then visited the Indians and preached to them. But I had no heart to speak to them and could not do it. But as I forced myself, I knew they must hate to hear me, as having but just got home from their idolatrous feast and devil worship. In the evening, had some freedom in prayer and meditation. December 12th was very weak, but somewhat assisted in secret prayer and enabled with pleasure and sweetness to cry, Come, Lord Jesus, come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. My soul longed for God, for the living God. Oh, how delightful it is to pray under such sweet influences. Oh, how much better is this than one's necessary food. I had at this time no disposition to eat, though late in the morning, for earthly food appeared wholly tasteless. Oh, how much better is thy love than wine, than the sweetest wine. I visited and preached to the Indians in the afternoon, but under much dejection, found my interpreter under some concern for his soul, which was some comfort to me, and yet filled me with new care. I longed greatly for his conversion, lifted up my heart to God for it while I was talking to him, came home and poured out my soul to God for him, enjoyed some freedom in prayer, and was enabled, I think, to leave all with God. December 18, went to the Indians and discoursed to them near an hour without any power to come close to their hearts. But at last I felt some fervency and God helped me to speak with warmth. My interpreter also was amazingly assisted and presently most of the grown persons were much affected and the tears ran down their cheeks. One old man, I suppose an hundred years old, was so much affected that he wept and seemed convinced of the importance of what I taught them. I stayed with them a considerable time, exhorting and directing them, and came away, lifting up my heart to God in prayer and praise, and encouraged and exhorted my interpreter to strive to enter in at the straight gate. Came home and spent most of the evening in prayer and thanksgiving and found myself much enlarged and quickened. Was greatly concerned that the Lord's work, which seemed to be begun, might be carried on with power to the conversion of poor souls and the glory of divine grace. December 19, 
spent a great part of the day in prayer to God for the outpouring of his spirit on my poor people, as also to bless his name for awakening my interpreter and some others and giving us some tokens of his presence yesterday. And blessed be God, I had much freedom five or six times in the day in prayer and praise and felt a weighty concern upon my spirit for the salvation of those precious souls and the enlargement of the Redeemer's kingdom among them. My soul hoped in God for some success in my ministry. Blessed be his name for so much hope. December 21 was enabled again to pray with freedom, cheerfulness, and hope. God was pleased to make the duty comfortable and pleasant to me so that I delighted to persevere and repeatedly to engage in it. Toward noon, visited my people and spent the whole time in the way to them in prayer, longing to see the power of God among them as there appeared something of it the last Tuesday. And I found it sweet to rest and hope in God, preached to them twice and at two distinct places, had considerable freedom each time, and so had my interpreter. Several of them followed me from one place to the other, and I thought there was some divine influence discernible among them. In the evening, was assisted in prayer again. Blessed be the Lord. December 25. Enjoyed very little quiet sleep last night by reason of bodily weakness and the closeness of my studies yesterday. Yet my heart was somewhat lively in prayer and praise. I was delighted with the divine glory and happiness and rejoiced that God was God and that he was unchangeably possessed of glory and blessedness. Though God held my eyes waking, yet he helped me to improve my time profitably amidst my pains and weakness in continued meditations on Luke thirteen seven. Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit, etc. My meditations were sweet, and I wanted to set before sinners their sin and danger. He continued in a very low state as to his bodily health for some days, which seems to have been a great hindrance to him in his religious exercises and pursuits. But he expresses some degree of divine assistance from day to day through the remainder of this week. He preached several times this week to his Indians, and there appeared still some concern among them for their souls. January 9, 1745. In the morning, God was pleased to remove that gloom which has of late oppressed my mind and gave me freedom and sweetness in prayer. I was encouraged, strengthened, and enabled to plead for grace myself and mercy for my poor Indians and was sweetly assisted in my intercessions with God for others. Blessed be his holy name forever and ever. Amen and amen. Those things that of late 
have appeared most difficult and almost impossible, now appeared not only possible, but easy. My soul, so much delighted to continue instant in prayer at this blessed season that I had no desire for my necessary food. I even dreaded leaving off praying at all, lest I should lose this spirituality and this blessed thankfulness to God, which I then felt. I felt now quite willing to live and undergo all trials that might remain for me in a world of sorrow, but still longed for heaven that I might glorify God in a perfect manner. Oh, come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Lord's Day, February 3rd. In the morning, I was somewhat relieved of that gloom and confusion with which my mind has of late been greatly exercised and was enabled to pray with some composure and comfort. Still, I went to my Indians trembling, but God was pleased to hear my cries and to afford me great assistance so that I felt peace in my own soul and was satisfied that if not one of the Indians should be profited by my preaching, but they should all be damned, yet I should be accepted and rewarded as faithful, for I am persuaded God enabled me to be so. Had some good degree of help afterward at another place, and much longed for the conversion of the poor Indians. On the next Sabbath, he preached at Greenwich in New Jersey. In the evening, he rode eight miles to visit a sick man at the point of death and found him speechless and senseless. February 11, about the break of day, the sick man died. I was affected at the sight, spent the morning with the mourners, and after prayer and some discourse with them, returned to Greenwich and preached again from Psalm 89, 15. The Lord gave me some assistance. I felt a sweet love to souls and to the kingdom of Christ and longed that poor sinners might know the joyful sound. Several persons were much affected. After meeting, I was enabled to discourse with freedom and concern to some persons who applied to me under spiritual trouble. Left the place, sweetly composed, and rode home to my house about eight miles distant. Discoursed to friends and inculcated divine truths upon some. In the evening was in the most solemn frame which I almost ever remember to have experienced. I know not that ever death appeared more real to me or that ever I saw myself in the condition of a dead corpse laid out and dressed for a lodging in the silent grave so evidently as at this time. And yet I felt exceedingly tranquil. My mind was composed and calm, and death appeared without a sting. I think I never felt such an universal mortification to all created objects as now. Oh, how great and solemn a thing it appeared to die. 
Oh, how it lays the greatest honor in the dust. And oh, how vain and trifling did the riches, honors, and pleasures of the world appear. I could not, I dare not, so much as think of any of them, for death, death appeared at the door. Oh, I could see myself dead and laid out and enclosed in my coffin and put down into the cold grave with the greatest solemnity, but without terror. I spent most of the evening in conversing with a dear Christian friend. Blessed be God for the comforts of the past day. February 15 was engaged in writing almost the whole day. In the evening was much assisted in meditating on that precious text, John 7:37. Jesus stood and cried, etc. I had then a sweet sense of the free grace of the gospel. My soul was encouraged, warmed, and quickened. My desires were drawn out after God in prayer, and my soul was watchful, afraid of losing such a guest as I then entertained. I continued long in prayer and meditation, intermixing one with the other, and was unwilling to be diverted by anything at all from so sweet an exercise. I longed to proclaim the grace I then meditated upon to the world of sinners. Oh, how quick and powerful is the word of the blessed God. This concludes episode 21 of Jonathan Edwards, The Life of David Brainerd.